Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, let's do it. Go around the room here. Your biggest thought on maybe either the game or just the Penguins in general from this weekend, Chris? Biggest thought, uh, of one of each, biggest thought was even in a game where they got a couple goals on the power play, hey, the power play finally got rolling, they still surrendered just what could have been a back-breaking shorthanded goal. Uh, so that group still seems to be... some. You'd love to be able to start counting on it, because even during the game on TNT, um, they're talking about how the underlying numbers, which you hardly ever, I feel like, hear referenced in a in a broadcast, right? The analytics, the underlying numbers suggest this is a much better hockey team than they're playing like, than they're playing as. A lot of one goal losses, and boy, if that power play gets going, watch out. Yeah, I still didn't see anything from that game that has me convinced that the power play is going to break out or that I can trust them. So that's the immediate game thought. Still, obviously, better to win than lose because I think if they lose that game, you feel like. It's the unofficial end of the season. I know there's 20-plus games left. That would have felt to me like that's it. Very deflating. Right yep. now, you can at least plausibly look at the fact that they're seven points behind the Flyers but have four games in hand. And like you can maybe it's a little lie you're telling yourself, but you can still say, hey, we have eight points dangling out there if we could close this gap. Um, big picture, man. I think waking up and looking at the standings again today and just seeing where it still leaves them after a regulation win, two huge points, no three-point game there, it did just drive home the reality of the situation. Knowing that they have several games in hand, yes, on all of these teams that they're chasing, at least two games in hand on every team ahead of them in the standings other than the Capitals, it just drove home how crazy they are going to have to play down the stretch here to make this happen and probably get at least some help from one of the teams ahead of them. They played the fewest games in hockey at 55. Donnie, you want to follow up on what Chris said? You have the same thoughts or something completely different? I mean, to piggyback on it a little bit, I, I did think that yesterday uh, was a way that they could delay the waving of the white flag because if they would have ended up dropping that game, another one where they had a multi-goal lead, I know it was sort of a... A pair of them. Two multi-goal yeah. leads. Well, the yeah. worst lead in hockey they had twice. The worst lead in hockey, one that the Penguins are trying to protect. And I think once Philly scored on... Uh, with, with the empty net, everybody kind of holding their breath thinking, man, they're about to get another one and blow this, aren't they? Like, I, I guarantee that I wasn't the only person that had that thought, but it, for now, kept them alive to me. Like, I thought them blowing that game and losing it, that would have been start waving the white flag. We don't have to worry about this road trip. Kyle Dubas can make his decision tonight. All right, so I have two. The first one I'll do is from the game at Sidney Crosby. And he loves to torture the Flyers, and I get, I think, delight and joy in watching him do it to this team's arch rival. 
and when all else fails and he's on the ice against that team, we can count on him to do very, very special one-of-a-kind things. And that continued in this game, and they're putting up graphics during the game where he's literally the best hockey player ever against the Flyers. No Leads in player, every category. No player that suited up against that disgusting orange and black outfit has put it to them or taken it to them like Sid has. So in these debates of where he ranks among greatest Penguins of all time or just greatest hockey players of all time, that is a little notch in his belt that when it comes to big rivalry games against that team, he owns them. Mm-hmm. The same way you look at Steelers, you define them a lot of times by how they do in Ravens games. Sidney Crosby has just made the Flyers and their fans sick over and over and over again. So that's number one. I think, though, more importantly, off of that game and off the weekend, is the stuff I'm seeing about the trade deadline. And we're dealing with reports that I frankly did not anticipate would be on the table. You have three of the biggest outlets or insiders who cover hockey all saying the same thing about what might happen. Mm-hmm. And it started Saturday night during Hockey Night in Canada. Elliot Friedman, who is the NHL's version of Adam Schefter, said this about the Penguins. One position I do think that people have started to ask about and the Penguins will consider is goal. They've got Jari and Nedeljkovic at the NHL level. They've got a really good prospect in Joel Blomqvist, who's having a good year in the American Hockey League. And a couple of teams have suggested to me that you might want to add to the list of goalies who could be moved, someone in Pittsburgh. Okay, so Jari gets lumped in there with Nedeljkovic, and then Yoey writes the same thing, bold prediction on the trade deadline. The Penguins will trade a goalie. It's not just Nadelkovich and his Miles Garrett jersey and a one-year deal and whatever else. It's Jari getting thrown in there as a trade possibility. It's NHL Network insiders having a conversation before we went on the air, and the same thing came up, that they're getting calls on Jari. And it's, it's odd to me because they bet on Jari when he was coming off such a horrible ending to last year, when he kind of choked in those final games and was a big reason why they didn't make the playoffs. And Kyle Dubas looked at him and still thought he's worthy of a five-year deal that pays him more than $5 million. And now fast forward 55 games into this season and they're at least willing to trade him? I'm stunned by that. I think it's a commentary on how much they are averse to trading anybody in their core which now really includes four people it seems like Eric Carlson treated here like he is part of the core three and now that it's core four but we know Mike Sullivan loves Jari I'm not really sure why he hasn't won anything substantial or meaningful with Jari I think that's a big reason why Jari got resigned was because of that relationship the, the coach believes in him Mike Sullivan has a big voice and carries a lot of weight in the organization and they're still kind of sort of in it and they're not and they're not opposed to it and if he does get traded what do you do in goal next year good question what, what's your, what, you going stopgap i i don't i guess what i don't that seemed to be something that was unappealing to them this past off season you know when i was talking about we'll let Jari walk because he's probably not super duper expensive but he ain't cheap and he doesn't win big games and they disagreed with that opinion then 
why would their opinion be different now when he's actually played well? Now, this is a strange time for me to say that. They gave up six goals yesterday. At least mm-hmm. one of them, I would say, was not good. But I, I'm – look, I like the uh, I like the thought – let me just say I, I, I agree with this. I would want to shop him, and I would be interested in trading him. But I'm puzzled that they feel that way, or at least they're not telling – People who are calling, look, uh, you might as well, unless you're prepared to back up a Brinks truck here, we like our goalie that's in his 20s and is having one of his best years ever Does it mean that they love Blomquist, and even though he isn't going to be maybe ready to be the guy for, what, two years, let's say, instead of next year, it would be two years from now, that they are so, I don't know if desperate's the right word, but motivated to try to retool around their big three that they're willing to dangle a guy they like? Who they feel like maybe in NHL terms is paid a reasonable amount for what kind of you know play he's going to give you? Did they feel the contract to the league at large with Jari is very appealing and is going to bring something big back? I think I feel like trading goalies a doesn't happen a ton like big name guys, yep. the main guy, and I always feel like it's a crapshoot as far as whether you're going to get commensurate value in a deal. So my opinion is different than I think what I thought theirs was, but could you picture them trading him in the division to New Jersey and now he's their goalie? For the next four years, plus the rest of this season, and you only—I feel like you only do that if deep down you actually think he's not going to be an impediment to you, Com- yeah, competitively. Like you might—we're not afraid you, to play this but, guy. Yeah, take but how him. do you, you can have how him. do you juxtapose that as to go back to where you started this with? We like him enough to pay him and commit to him a lot of money. When many of our fans would be more than happy to see him just leave. How do you ju- how do you reconcile one side of it the way you actually treated him financially? With the hypothetical that you might actually deal him inside the division. That would be that would be the Steelers, what? Signing a guy. Quarterback's not the right one, but you know what I mean. Signing a player to a decent deal and then somehow deciding to include that player in like a blockbuster swap to the Ravens. While it was while it was, I think, universally agreed upon that the guy was having a good season. Right. Like the player I'm not gonna say no, Jari's been great, but he hasn't been bad. Let me let me think here. It would be you signed Alex Highsmith to a deal. You like Alex Highsmith, you think he's higher end at his position, you trade him to just pick one of the other three teams the Bengals. We don't think he's so good that this is gonna cripple us and they're willing to give us a lot for him. He's having a good year, but don't worry. TJ in TJ you trust. I don't know. I guess that's not even a good example because they do have TJ Watt. I think overall I'm thumbs up on this idea. Does it why? Because it tells you that their heads are maybe in the right place as far as we need to retool. It, it's more for me about just what my long held opinion on Jari is. I'm not going to get fooled by what he does so, in February. Let me hockey ask you games. something then. If he, if this does happen and he goes on and he plays better somewhere else, which I don't even think you could chalk up to coaching or anything else. Goalies are weird. They're very fickle, except for the best couple in the league. It sounds like to me if this gets done and then he balls out for his new team, you're going to be okay with that and not kill them for it because how could you possibly predict? How it's going to go. It's a goalie. It's fundamentally unstable and and tough to measure. Well, I'm not going to shut the door on me not criticizing them. It kind of depends, too, on what they get back in the trade. I mean, I would tell you, like, they get back something that you feel like is a Well, yes. I mean, you know what would be similar to? The decision that they made with the expansion draft of keeping Murray over Fleury. I mean, ultimately, it was the wrong call, but I thought in the moment it was the right one. Right now, I think I would be totally cool with trading Jari, but that doesn't mean that the the uh, potential exists for it to make them look stupid. Okay. I just I don't trust the guy in a big spot. 
Well, and if you don't trust him, then I that that just is pretty simple here. You don't trust him, you might think he's having a good year, but that tr- mistrust or distrust is always going to linger in the back of your mind. You're going to be okay with it. I'd say this, it, it would be strange to see them make this kind of move this abruptly after not hearing a ton about it. I saw Starkey hypothesize it in a column, and it seems like it's just picked up and caught fire from there. I don't think highly enough. Joe of the was player. just giving an opinion. This is Elliot right. Friedman no, and I know, Yoli it, talking just, about it, which gives it a huge I amount of. I understand that uh, stock here. I'm just saying it's odd that Joe gave that opinion, and now like his opinion is actually catching fire. It seems in real life, and he should take a victory lap if they end up trading him. I will that tell would, you he, this. I saw him right at first. My my initial reaction, as long as I I'm not reading that they're getting hosed in the return, would be fine. Because I just what have I seen that guy win in this uniform? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.